Last time on Good Neighbors. Our heroes do some information gathering before the evening party with a vampire. Danny reveals the extensive lore hidden within their library of comics, movies, and ancient tomes. Dale learns from a local Gravewatch safe house that he no longer has access to the resources, and the party discovers that their quarry is an energy vampire who will only go down after experiencing severe loneliness or sensory deprivation. Thus, Operation Stone Coffin is born. The good neighbors plan to capture the vampire, escort them to the skyscraper's basement, and seal them in a pool of cement. We cut to the Roche building now that night has come. We see the city lights are all flickering and flaring. Uh, A lot of people are staying home given the weird phenomena going on. Uh, Reports in the news say maybe there's something in the air. Maybe there's uh, uh, something with the power going on lately that's uh, causing so much trouble. And uh, uh, we see people arrive in limos to the Roche building, which is normally like a place of business. It's like a tech company. Um, but they're like dressed to the nines. They're wearing, you know, tuxedos and, and scarlet dresses and, and all those sorts of things. And people are led out, uh, into the, the Roche building itself. Uh, we see, yeah, security's beefed up. There are like a bunch of like, you know, black suited, uh, black tied, like sunglass security guards pretty much everywhere with those like little cores coming out of their ears. And, uh. Yeah, it's time for Operation Stone Coffin. Thanks, Jerry, for your awesome idea. Great name, Jerry. What are we all doing? I, that edible is really, I'm too high. Um, very sorry. <laughs> Do you want to take a minute? No, I'm good. Uh, I would like to get some pizza and walk up to the front door. Uh, I think... The, this was uh, the same thing you did last <laughs> time. <laughs> the, the bouncer looks at you and how you're dressed uh, and, you know, puts their hand up to say, don't move. Uh, no, dude, I'm sorry. I just got this pizza pie and it seems like you were working and it, it's it, it's an extra. I was just going to toss it, but I, I figured I'd offer it to you since you're working so hard. It's has to suck to work these big events and not get to like go in and have some champers. We are not allowed to eat on the job. Oh well, like it, it saves real good if like I I could put it in your workroom for you for when you get off shift or whatever or like. Appreciate it's it. Cool. Thank you. Go ahead. There's you know homeless in the area if you want to just give it to them. Oh, dude, that's like so fucking kind of you. You have such a good heart. Can I try and be his friend? You can try to be his friend. I don't think it's going to get you in the door. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, go for it. Oh, dude, I'm like your fucking best friend ever. Uh, that's an 11. Uh, yeah. Uh, the security individual who uh, is really clinging to an aesthetic of I work in security. Like, they have, like, slicked back hair, sunglasses. They, they uh, uh, you know, are, like, well-built. They have rings on every finger. Uh, 
introduces himself as Landon, and uh, uh, they they ask the you know thank you for the pizza. Um, they just say if like you could just I don't know keep it out of sight, and when everyone goes through, maybe we can I'll, I'll, I'll grab it from you. Landon, I know that we have only been friends for a minute, <laughs> but I know that you consider me a trustworthy and friendly acquaintance. Fucking shit. Can I? Can I tell you a secret real quick? Yeah, sure, but please be quick about it. Dude, have you ever seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah. I'm a fucking vampire hunter. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. Leans closer. I know. (laughs) Now, that's wild, and I... I think I'm supposed to take some beating from that, but I know that you have a good heart. You want to feed the homeless. I'm a trustworthy and friendly acquaintance. You can't let this vampire hurt people, man. You have a good heart. What are you doing working for him? Go ahead and give me a manipulated person. Nope. That's a four. Look, I'm doing literally everything I can to minimize risk here. So go ahead, just stay out of it. Let me do my job. Oh, damn. Fuck. All right. Bye. I walk back over to the gang. Didn't go so great. How'd it go, boss? Uh, I got this close, man. I got this close to weaseling my way in. Oh, fuck. All right, change of plans. We're, We're gonna have to sneak you in you guys don't worry about me getting in i'm a hundred percent sure i can get myself in oh i i have okay now how pizza based is your plan to get inside of the building danny whistler guess what yeah I'm already inside. I'm going to spend my second hold from the man or woman with a plan and be inside prepared and ready. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're going to do it. some mental gymnastics real fast, real quick, please. Because uh, you don't have any teleporting superpowers that would necessarily justify that. You can totally do this. Uh, but something has to happen here that we can justify that you're inside. <laughs> Because clearly what you said is, I'm already inside, and then you go do the thing. You're not teleporting at that moment. <laughs> can, can I proffer that you are able to get the guard to eat some pizza, and maybe the pizza was laced with something? Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think that's probably what happened, is that... Uh, <laughs> We smash cut to Landon having a bite, uh, a bite of za, and then and, like, like vomiting in a trash can, and, and yeah. not vomiting. Oh no, no, <laughs> he's asleep. That pizza right. was so good. He then needed a little nappy nap. I don't think I would ever make any any pizza that would make someone throw up. Fair enough. I'm it has quaaludes in it. But uh, Landon's asleep against the wall, and Danny just rollerblades in right past Great. the box. I, I I can't believe that worked. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, so then, I guess, because to make the prepared and ready thing go off and do the thing I think it needs to do, uh, if you would like, I'm cool with you letting people in. Uh, yeah, from like a back yeah. Door they, they all rollerblade behind me. Great. Uh, you enter into the building through a secret side door. Uh, what do you all do now that you're here? 
Also, is Jerry in the building or is he outside? Um, I think Jerry is uh, in the building and he's got the flamethrower. Okay. All right. Um, I think for like the prepared bit, um, we're also going to like take the like key off the guard. You know. Sure. Is, uh, Sounds good. We can move about the building ready. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, as, as another once per mystery move, I think it generates a lot more power, so that's totally fine by me. I figure I'm probably wheelbarrowing some cement towards the freight elevator to get down to that sub-basement. Yeah. Uh, okay. l- let me summon my uh, rug monster. <laughs> uh, and I, I did roll for that. I got a uh, 13. Okay. What tanks does it have? Uh... Ally flying sneaky. Sneaky. Okay. Uh, why flying? Because it's a magic carpet. Okay. Because vampire's going to step on it, Danny's sure. going to trap it, and it's going to fly them into the elevator. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, what does it look like as you roll out a magic carpet uh i think lucas has their phone out and is once again trying to use like the uh the remote version of power hell uh looks kind of bootleg and janky but even still those uh thousands of hands come out and they begin like placing pixels on the floor Mm-hmm. Until it forms like a eight bit rug that then apparates into a throw rug, and it just rips a pe- uh, one of the hands rips a piece of Lucas's cheek off before uh, going back in. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how are we divvying the party up? Or unless you guys are just going to go do this all together, then go up to the party together. I think Jerry will help Dale assemble the stone coffin. Sure. Uh, While I think Danny is going to head with Lucas to try and trap the vamp. Okay. And Whistler? Um, I guess Whistler will stick with Dale. Okay. Well, don't we need you physically in the elevator to uh, force it to the basement. That's true. Yeah, I'll just be in the elevator. hop into it from any floor? Like... Yeah, as long as they know. Yeah. Okay, that works. Okay. Lucas and Danny. Everyone knows the floor you're going to. I think it's marked for the, anybody that's trying to go up for the, the richer folk. I think there's like a valet in the elevator that dr- brings you there, like the regular elevator, not the freight one. <laughs> um, that that brings you up to it. And you open into uh, what you would expect of a rich person party. It's this like wide open, uh, like think, yeah, tech office space. It's like wall to, uh, or floor to ceiling windows. There's like white tables with wine and, and chocolate fountain and, and, and uh, like cool futuristic looking couches and tables and, and what have you. Everything's kind of that, what you would imagine the future to look like. 
situation. And there's uh, like dozens of people all dressed so well, going around and chit-chatting to each other. Uh, but noticeably, like, though this is Petey's party, not visible anywhere. Uh, and it's not even like... Uh, and when I say party, it's not like there's like a lot of dancing and like flashing lights. This is like, you know, this is a rich person's gathering to network and stuff. Like a cocktail party or like a gala or something? Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. There's music playing and, and what have you, but so far, no big hullabaloo. What do you two do? I think the first thing we should probably be doing is reading a bad situation. As I just kind of case the area. Sure. I want to investigate a mystery while you do that. What, what are you doing to investigate a mystery? I think just trying to zero in on, like, what the people walking around look like. I, I, I think Danny would be able to notice subtle cues as to if someone's a vampire, yeah. you know, in their eyes, or, like, their jaw, you know, shit like that. So you're gonna take a step back and, like, people watch yeah, for a little while. Okay, it's trying... gonna take some time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, that's a 12, and I think I get uh, an additional plus for looking for vampires. And Sure. Uh, let's start off with Lucas, because I think his action is faster by way of how uh, read about situation works. All right. That's a uh, 13. Okay. So, uh, dangers we haven't noticed, uh, kind of. Is there something that's going to make getting the vampire to the uh, elevator more difficult? Absolutely. Aside from this room being full of people who would see you do this, uh, there's plenty of security here, and they are, like, everywhere. People tend not to notice them because they're, like, you know, the help or whatever. But there's plenty of people that, like, their job is to make sure nothing crazy goes down. Honestly, it's like... One would think too much for a party. Uh, best way out, best way to kind of bypass those issues. Uh, uh, that, that's going to be tough. I mean... Would it be, like, over their heads? Mm. Or is maybe there's, like, I, a particular elevator bank that... Is, has a blind spot or something? The only thing I can think that, like, isn't just where people know that they would be hanging out, because this is people who, like, it's their job, this is uh, really, really well paid, uh, is there is, like, there are vents and such that are pretty out of the way, that are meant not to be noticed, because uh, you don't want to look, it looks like a defect, but that if you could open and close them, yeah, people could fit inside. Uh... And it wouldn't be, like, a person standing in your way. And uh, what's most vulnerable to me as far as uh, the, those vents are concerned? Like, is there an open-close latch? Is there a... Mm. Uh, uh, I, I think... Uh... It would have to be, like, unscrewed, as a lot of vents and such are. Um, But I think you can see one that maybe they just didn't pay enough attention to. Um, And it's, 
the screw, a couple screws have like popped out such that you could do it pretty quick already. I think that's fair. Okay. Um, that's on like one of the uh, like bathroom hallways. But the room is pretty open concept. So doing stuff inconspicuously is really difficult. Uh, and Danny, hit me, hit me up. So I rolled a 12 plus. Yeah. So I can, you may ask the keeper any question you want about the mystery, not just the listed ones. So, uh, so do, you, do you have the advanced move? No. Oh, then that's no. advanced. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, and we actually, uh, I think, in the previous game, also changed that because it's a, a, a wild power to have, yeah. such that instead you can stack questions. So if you mm-hmm. spend both questions on the same, or both hold on the same question, I'll give you a really, really specific answer that okay. no one else would really be able to pick up on. So my first thought is then, where did it go? Where is the vampire we're hunting? Um, I think very, very simple uh, uh, answer here. You know it's an energy vampire, and you know that this thing um, relies on like a ton of people. So I think that the most reasonable thing to assume here, and based on people's like general energy level, despite having just got to a fancy party, which is seems to be pretty down, is it's totally here mm-hmm. in the room. And so it's in this room. Um, my second question, what is being concealed here? Uh, is it hiding somewhere? Can I tell, you know, what oh, its yeah. disguise is? Uh, I think... Uh, what it, you can find out about the monster, I think, from just watching here, I think is, is pretty minimal. But I think something you can tell um, is that no one here has really noticed anything's wrong. And you know that Petey knows there's a monster here. So I think what's being concealed here is everyone here is bait. Okay. Everyone here is food. So we'll probably stay around here. Hey, Lucas. Yeah. I'm not picking up on which one of these it is, but I think it's somewhere in this party room. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm having a bit of a time myself trying to figure out. Uh... I, I will say um, there's probably a fair few number of eyes on you. Because you are not dressed for the part. Like, moving around discreetly here is super difficult. Because, in addition yeah, to it being open we, concept, you're clearly not supposed to be here. Yeah. I think we just yeah. make it throw this plan out and we just yell at everyone to get the fuck out. I, I wonder if we can't use, like, unless it would um, negate the fact that it's supposed to be a consequence. Like, can we use Dale's tasty, tasty blood as bait for the vampire? Like, if are we... you asking me or everyone else? Uh, I mean, I think you because I kind of want to know. I can't tell you that. That's that's fair. I just didn't know if it would be like a hard no because it's supposed to be the consequence. Well, I think of the negative is still yeah. that Dale is going to get the fuck be out of him. You yeah. Know? with that plan. Yeah, like but get... like, I'm real tough, and also like at the top of my game. Like A lot of people here seem more injured than I am. 
as far as at least harm yeah. goes. We could put the I, I, carpet in the elevator and, like, have Dale bleeding in the elevator and just try to bait it directly yeah. to us. Uh, I, I think while we're I'm chatting a, about this, let's switch downstairs. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we cut to the basement uh, where, I mean, there's no one, like, um, like fixing anything right now, but there is an office down there. Um, where where there is a light on and someone is working here, uh, as the two of you have arrived in the basement with your uh, kitty pool and bags of cement, or three of you, I guess, because Jerry's there. Uh, uh, it's this uh, concrete kind of you know untaken care of space. There's um, you know uh, a bunch of like power cabling and and pipes and boilers and what have you, as one would expect in like a basement building. It's really just, you know, maintenance happens here and no one's supposed to be here. What do you do? Oh, goodness. All right. Well, excuse me, buddy. Um, you knock on the office door? Yeah. Uh, there's a, a, a fellow in a jumpsuit uh, sitting there. Uh, and you see in that room, there's a ton of security cameras, uh, which they uh, black out real quick while you're you you peer your head in uh and they're they have like a little name tag that's like sewed onto their jumpsuit and the, the name tag says dewey excuse me there dewey um i was under the impression this was more of a secure location that uh weren't supposed to have nobody down here uh i'm here to do some mm-hmm. work just uh yep do you have um, clearance to be or... here yeah of course yeah, i do my office got you got Hi. you well there's a lot of new security around here. I'm just trying to make sure everybody's in the right proper place. Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of people. Yeah, my uncle said like some big thing is going on right now. Oh yeah, your uncle work here too? Yeah, yeah. You know the guy Landon upstairs? That's my uncle. Oh god. I'm a nepotism hire. Oh, I love that. That's great. You know, you gotta take advantage of what you got. I guess. Um, look, uh, I I was. I think I'm supposed to be down here watching watching this. Uh, if you want to go up and and uh, check on the security up there, I think they just wanted this floor cleared because there's uh, you know dangerous people afoot. I'm a little bit better trained, more specialized, you know. Hmm. Uh, Dewey looks pretty young and, and pretty inexperienced. Uh, 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 okay, I mean, uh, let me let me call my uncle real quick. See if there's. Um, I, I don't. He, he said stay down here the whole night. Um, but yeah, well, okay. I, um, let me, let me give him a call. Can I uh, like jump? Oh, never mind. Slanton's passed out. That is true. But yeah. what what are you trying to do? I was gonna try to see if I could like uh jump into the phones and just so he wasn't able to make the call. But it's not like Landon's gonna pick up anyway. Yeah, that is true. Um, I mean, if there's something you want to try here, um, because it might not be Landon that picks up the phone, but he's, Landon's not Mm. alone for sure. Yeah, someone's bound to notice eventually. Uh, can I, then I guess, like, interfere with the call, like, jump into the phone, uh, like, either maybe, like, not let him make the call, or, like, can I be the voice on the other Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a manipulated person to 
uh, it's time to adopt your best acting role, real quick. <laughs> uh, that's a seven. Okay. Uh, well, then I'm gonna have to do something to prove that you mean it, which is difficult in phone conversations. I think it's the hardest place to do them. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's it's on you. Pr prove in some way that you are for sure uh, not faking this, that you are Landon. Uh, as he calls up to his, his uncle, the phone connects, and he gets you instead. Uh, I mean, would... Because it, it would kind of hamper what we're trying to do, but, like, to prove that I am Landon... By basically saying no, stay put. Like committing to the role. Saying something doesn't do anything. You have well, to do something. I don't think I can. I'm on the phone. So. Right. So then you can have it... to do something that's alternative to saying something. Right. Is right. is Dale able to like help since he's? I think been... so. Yeah, I think that's yeah. fair. Uh, if you Dale... started the conversation. If like Dale gives a business card to him as that is like legitimately Dale's number. Um that has like information also about like all the licenses to support that they're like actually genuine bona fide security. Would that help uh, this or is that not what? Sure. Sure. Um, uh, tell me what you're saying as Landon as uh, Dewey takes like the paperwork and is reading through it at the same time and trying to like sound professional over the phone. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, I don't remember what Landon, um, a light southern accent. Well, look, uh, I mean, you know, uh, so long as they have, like, the right credentials, then, uh, I, I assume everything's above board. You know how bureaucratic this building tends to be, you know, if they got the right paperwork. Yeah, oh, goodness, okay. Um, all right, yeah, um, well, uh, do I, do I take lunch then, or should I, um... They, they, Dewey like looks at you guys. Just, sorry, one second. Um, sh sure. uh, should I go to a different? Should I go up to the party? Do you think then? Yeah, uh, I think we need more people on doors. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be right up there. See you in a second. And Dewey hangs up the phone and says, "Oh well, thank you, guy. Uh, thank you. Um, uh, yeah. All right. See you in a second. Uh, or um, I guess I won't. Well, or when the yeah, shift closes." Absolutely. I'll uh, I'll save you guys some uh, hey. some um, like other uh, chocolate strawberries or something. Oh hell yeah! I love Dewey seems so excited to be here and have a job. Yeah. Uh, and they uh, get in the elevator and go up to the party where the vampire is. Yeah. We hate nepo babies here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I mean, I think Whistler's going to immediately jump into the security system. Just mm, yeah. What a perfect way to like keep an eye on everything or look for the vampire. Absolutely, absolutely. It turns back on. Dewey is super incompetent. Uh, did left their login in the thing. Did not. They just kind of left. Like, oh great. I'm gonna assume you're gonna need this. So <laughs> I'll just leave it up for you. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's totally open for you. And I think um, uh, Jerry will come down the elevator now and then start put, setting up like the kiddie pool and what have you. Is using the security system to look for the vampire, read about, or investigate? Uh, it depends on how long you're willing to spend. 
Um, I mean, I'll spend some time because uh, Whistler is not willing to come out of electronics to help with the cement pool, whether or okay. not that's strategic. Sure. And, and Dale, what are you going to be doing for the foreseeable future? Uh, depends on how long it takes to fill up this pool, I guess. Oh, it's going to um, take a little while, right? Because you're going to have to like pour it, get water, yeah. mix it, and let it kind of yeah. set for a second. I figure if he's got any like extra holy water stores too, he'll probably be using that as the the water for the cement mix. But, Makes sense um, to me. Yeah, I feel like that's his main priority is just getting that set up. Um, okay. And then, as much as possible, sort of like getting this place locked down. Um, if he has any extra sure. time, just like setting up locks uh, on doors what? he doesn't want to be open, stuff like that. Okay, I think that's fair. I, I don't think there's a role required to that. You have time. Um, so I don't think it's under any big pressure here. Um, so before we get to uh, Whistler, I'm going to cut back over to the guys and uh, uh, we'll see what happens here. Uh, we return to the party upstairs where everyone's having a pretty nice time, it seems. You know, talking. Uh, I think... Uh, uh, eventually, uh, you are approached, you two, who are clearly, like, younger people, uh, who are kind of getting up into the rich person game. I think, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, new money here. People who are, like, influencers or, uh, like, crypto bros. People who made a lot of money really, really fast off of, like, some, like, fad stuff. I think the first person that interacts with you, uh, is, well, not that, to be fair. Uh, it's like a, a clean-cut, uh, square-jawed, uh, like, 30-something dude in a blue suit, red tie, uh, uh, clearly excited to be here, who puts his arms around your shoulders both and uh, uh, says, Hey, good to see we have some new, uh, new blood in town. Yeah, uh... New blood. Hey. Yeah, that's what I said. Hey, how you doing? What? What's going on? Oh, not too much. Everyone just looks like they're having a, a nice little time at the party, but you guys were looking a little lonely, so I thought I'd introduce myself, see which uh, stock you guys are trading. Gives you a card, uh, and his name is Brad Merritt. I think just kind of introduces himself. From, from the time I spent people watching, um, has he always been this bubbly at the party? Extraordinarily. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Talks to everybody, and I think you can, you already know, gets on people's nerves. Yeah, Brad, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I, I just kind of made it into this uh, scene recently. Still. Yeah, I, I can imagine. You look real young. That's good, kid. You know, we need people, we need bright young stars in America. Exactly. You know, uh, Really just kind of trying to figure out how I fit into all this. Well, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, web development. Great. Access, uh, uh, because actually I was looking for somebody who was uh, kind of helping me get on the next... Uh, I'm trying to get into this crypto game, uh, if you're into it. So, uh, uh, you know, I need, I need young people who kind of understand the lingo. I'm not quite there myself, but I would love to have someone like you along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll explain everything to you. I'll tell you uh, exactly how it's a scam and how you can be the one doing the scamming rather than getting scammed. Oh, but it's not like a scam, right? I mean, come on. 
It's uh, it's just like the new undecentralized currency or something. Everyone else has been getting like more depressed, right? I think so. Um, okay. Not at an extremely fast rate, but I think noticeably this is this party is lower energy than you would have thought it would be. And what's his name? Brad Merritt. I want to try and trap Brad Merritt on the carpet with a spell. Uh, he's not on the carpet. Yeah, I want to. I want to kind of maneuver the conversation. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to walk and talk. I'm gonna walk and talk towards a carpet that's sitting near a vent, keeping my arm around him the whole time, following Lucas's lead. You can go ahead and do that. Um, give me a manipulated person, because I think they're trying to like talk to everybody and get everyone around. Uh, and oh. as you're doing this, uh, a, a younger, like about your age, Lucas uh, woman shows up. Uh, she's wearing glasses. She's wearing like a pants suit, uh, and she's carrying like a little clipboard, and she has like a tight bun hair. Uh, and she says, "Mr. Merritt, um, if, if you wouldn't mind, there's um, there's more uh, people want to talk to you." Uh, and it's like trying to avoid Brad getting into a thing. I'm getting good rolls to make up for the bad ones. That's an eleven. Right? Yeah, yeah. Brad does not notice something is wrong. Is super happy that someone's being as touchy feely as Brad is. Yeah. So like. I see crypto more as like a pizza pie. And like the more pieces you take, the more pizza you have. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is that we can kind of generate it, right? You know, you get enough uh, whatever those cards are or something. You can just kind of make more of it. It's great. Yeah. Um, sir, is this really the best time to be talk? And uh, he totally talks over her. When are we over the carpet? I think it's going to be a minute, right? Because okay. if you're going to like get a carpet out and unfold it. This is a visible thing. Well, it's a magic carpet, so I, uh-huh. I think it's kind of yeah. stealthily moving no, about the No, no, we're, we're gonna walk and talk slowly, because while we're going over, I would like to see if their reflection sh- it shows up in any mirrors or other reflective surfaces. Hmm. Uh... You really paid attention to those Buffy DVDs. I love it. Yeah. Um, go ahead. And I think this is read a bad situation. Okay. Because uh, I think this is still too fast for us to be something bigger than that. Yeah. Six. Uh, uh, is Danny helping at all? That's a ten. Oh. Hold one. Uh, I don't know what, like, is this guy the monster? Uh, I guess biggest the biggest threat. threat. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, as you are uh, watching this guy uh, be really handsy and touchy-feely and, and friendly, um, I think it clicks when you're watching not the mirrors, like... It, shows up in mirrors just fine it's that Danny seems fine if there's like a big monster that's able to suck people's life force out you would think if they're touching them and like talking to them it would drain them at least a little bit there'd be some sign and Danny seems totally fine which means that's super not the monster you're super about to capture a person who did nothing at all immediately immediately leading them a different direction i kind of look at danny shaking my head like not our guy uh and as you do so the lights flicker and little spotlights go off in the in the room here uh and you hear 
Welcome, everybody, to our new product reveal. Everyone who's at our party is so excited to have you along with us. We know you are on the, uh, the frontier of development in this fine, fine country of ours. Sorry for the delay. I uh, ran into a snag yesterday, but we're going we're gonna to keep things moving. And we're going to make sure that we see where the future is moving. There are servants coming around the room right now with VR headsets. I would love for you all to put them on and find a comfortable place to sit. There are plenty of them. Please, do so now. A loudspeaker clicks off as a bunch of excited patrons take off of, like, silver trays, uh... Uh, VR headsets and like ear things and what ha- earbuds and what have you, and they are offered to you as well. And Whistler, you can see this on the security cameras for sure. My first thought was to take a headset just to blend in, but not put it on quite yet. But I realized I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt and a bulletproof vest, uh, so. We already stand out, so I'm just not going to bother taking one at all. The staff member who you spoke to earlier, uh, the uh, person with the weed, um, looks at you with a little bit of a shake and says, please take it. Remember the person on the roof you stared yeah. away? Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, my best uh, They have a little name tag now. It says Clark. They, them. Oh, it's cool, Clark. I'm good. No, 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 no. You should take it. Uh, okay. I like look at Lucas. Uh, I grab it. There's one for each of you. I grab both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna help uh, fasten it. Clark waits for you to put it on. I would like to try to uh help Danny put theirs on and disconnect it from something like unplug it from something like cut a wire or something while fastening it you do that uh there's like a little um like you know there are wires in it if you can like really deftly nick something seems fine you know just so Danny's doesn't power on okay and Lucas is gonna put on theirs. They both power on. That's why no roll was necessary. Sorry, Lucas. The two of you stop moving entirely. We see your bodies cover and everyone in the rooms cover with a faint blue film. And we see ourselves on what looks like... Have you ever seen a minute to win it? A big stage and uh, an audience of seats, which is now filled by all of the people who are party guests. And we see the stage with two podiums and you, uh, Lucas, and Danny standing at the stage. You can see everyone. Music is playing. There's a big screen behind you with a bunch of cameras pointed at you. And uh, we see... Petey with no head 
just a suited body standing there. Gloved hands clap together as they say, Welcome everyone to our uh, new products. <sighs> Smells like progress in the morning. We have two lovely little guests right here for our new show on the Dream Machine. Everyone meet Lucas, also known as Lucas Fur on the internet, a name he invented when he was 12. And there's like a, a, a clap and a, a, a laugh from the, the audience. Uh, I've always thought it's a pretty cool name. And uh, a relative stranger, I'm going to be honest. But I, I love to see when my employees make friends. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm Danny. <laughs> Danny, that's a great name for you to have. What's your last name? I don't think I want to tell you, Mr. Headless Man. The podium fills in with Lucas slash Lucifer and uh, Danny slash I don't think I want to tell you. That's a weird one. The cloud, the cloud giggles. <laughs> so uh, we thought in the demonstration of our latest product, the screen glitches out. The world you see shakes and shudders for a minute. And you see, um, if you've ever played Legend of Zelda, do you know how, like the Game Boy games, you know how when Ganondorf took damage, he flared red and, mm -hmm. and, and shook and flickered? That happens to Petey at this moment. He goes, <coughs> that was strange. No worries, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Just a little snag. It's uh, still working out the kinks. Uh, what was I saying? What was I saying? What was I saying? The TV flickers for a second on the, the back screen behind you. Right, right, right. <laughs> we thought we would run our two guests here through a little game show to get everything started and get everyone a feel for how this place uh, works and where we're going as a society. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Before we get started, is there anything the two of you do? If it's okay, if it's nothing. Danny, you got anything? Bruh, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, and Whistler, you know some magic has happened just now, but all you see is everyone in that room lifeless and still, like they've become statues. Whether they're standing, sitting anything. Uh, you see also that the staff in the room put on those headsets. But none of the security did. Yeah, I was going to say, is there anyone else who, like, didn't put a headset on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I have an idea. Yeah, yeah. I think a magic carpet rips off some headsets. I think you need to give it commands. And I'm going to be honest, I don't think you can do that yep, right now. That's fair. I hope everyone's comfortable. We're going to be here a little while. <sighs> and uh, you feel a hand on your shoulder, Lucas, and it feels like there is mass. Like when he's touching you, he's touching you. If you get hurt here, you can feel it. You're going to be hurt. Uh, I think Lucas visibly cowers. Let's start off with something like real simple. How about let's uh, let's try this um, just a fun little, you know, get to know the characters kind of game. How about the audience nods along. 
Uh, underneath you, Jeopardy style, a monetary value shows. And for each of you, it says zero. And uh, Lucas, for 30 whole dollars, what's your most embarrassing secret? 30 bucks, right in your pocket. Come on. Am I, am I, do I feel like compelled to answer anything? No. It's a nice, easy question. Yeah, uh, my most embarrassing secret is that I uh, used to work for a real jackass. <laughs> oh, don't we all know it? Everybody claps and laughs. All of the staff in the room looks so nervous when you say that. Well, uh, I love a little comedy of the hour. Uh, Danny, for $40.50, what's the secret recipe behind the Black Bellamy's white pie? Um... How close is the ghost vampire TV head man to me? You know, like walking distance. Okay. Um, can I try and hit him? Uh, go ahead and roll kick some ass. Yeah, let's do that. Seven plus one is an eight. Uh, you kick each other's ass. What's your health? Five. What do you hit PD with? Uh, I, I think uh, a fist. Like I'm, I'm, I'm whipping out some tenders of the field kung fu on on him. The camera panel uh, whirls around, and the scene that we're all seeing, and it now it looks like we're on a, a live audience, like live studio set. All of the, the audience before is now sitting in seats where a little blinking light says applause as they all clap as you enter into a martial arts contest with a headless businessman and he fights back and you take one harm, mark yourself unstable and they, uh, when you hit him, that like red flare strikes again and the whole world for a second is white and it's just you and Lucas for a second and you hear hello and it flares back and you're back in, in the this like martial arts like wuxia fight scene with Petey. Does that one harm ignore armor? Uh yeah. Okay. Remember Petey's a wizard. You feel this great electrical shock run through your body and you know full well Petey would have killed you if he wanted to. Mm -hmm. But you are unstable. Any big action right now, I will mark a harm on you flat out, and you will start dying. Oh, we love to see the moves here. Let's add a little excitement. Come on! Um, dude, that was a pretty good kick. Wow. Ouch. The camera flares again as we see this white flash, and there's a... Hello? Hey, Hello? what's up? What's going on? Hey, uh, down here. And Petey snaps fingers real, real fast. Clap, clap, clap. Uh, and the world returns back to the game show stage. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry about that, everybody. Just uh, we'll get the IT kind of correcting everything real quick. 
Uh, just give us one second. We'll get right back to the game. And Petey disappears. And we're going to cut back over to uh, uh, Whistler and uh, Dale. Hey, man, don't you love cement? It's like Play-Doh for adults. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's great, uh, right? It's uh, You just kind of build it up and make a little sandcastle. <laughs> you know, I, I, I play a lot with kinetic sand these days. Yeah, I get that vibe from you. <laughs> How's it going over there? Uh, What do I... What does Whistler see on the screen? Is it just people standing motionless, like, with the headsets on? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, can I still do that investigate a mystery to see who the vampire is, or you can? Is it... Yeah, certainly try. Yeah. Yeah, that is a ten. Uh, yeah, Ted, go ahead and hold two. Uh, I mean, where did it go? Uh. I think I need more of a, a a prior question that tells you which one it is than where it's going. Uh, I think where it goes, you need to know what it is. I mean, well, what sort of creature is it? We already know it's an energy vampire, but can that be like which person in this room? Um, or um, what what was it going to do? Or what happened? Uh. I think I'll, I'll give you uh, what is being concealed here because I think now something is being hidden. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, we see uh, the the audience that has been sitting there for uh, a, a little while now in stasis. Um, uh, they smile and laugh, but if anyone talks, nothing comes out. But we see the uh, cameras move from place to place to watch people. And we see people slowly dying as their wrinkles start to form on their faces. And it phases in on, um, and, and it's not being, like, it, it's catching that and no one's doing anything about it. No security guard's trying to stop anybody. So we can tell that uh, every, whoever is doing this, who's, you know, moving the cameras, wants this to happen. And the only person it doesn't focus on for even a second is Brad's little assistant that you saw for maybe a second mm -hmm. that was trying to get him to not leave mm -hmm. uh, and, and stay at the party uh, because he's a great cover as someone that naturally drains people's social energy. And she is sitting there amongst everyone wearing the headset and people are slowly dying. Okay. Well then, I mean, kind of know, like, where did it go? If we could see her just sitting in the sure. room, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my pick was a question about the situation everyone is in not necessarily about the vampire itself yeah if i do like what can hurt it can i ask like a way to interfere with the headsets like not oh, yeah. hurt the monster but hurt the headsets like if i turn the sprinklers on will they like short or something or uh, they're clearly powered by magic i think you saw lucas do something to True. the headsets the headsets are more of like a magical touchstone like a, a relay for pd to do this magic um, I think if you can, if you Whistler can get into them, I think you have a better shot at doing that. Um, okay, cool. All right. Uh, and Dale, how we doing? I mean, you uh, can communicate any of this, yeah, of I course. assume. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are actively dying. <laughs> well, shoot. Um, 
I don't know. You think we should get up there? Seems I, like they're going to need some bodies. I think so. I'm going to try to get into the vampire's headset specifically. Uh, ho- hopefully that one is maybe like, I don't know, the master one or I, I don't know. I'm not yeah. Lucas. Ugh. No, that sounds great. Uh, Jerry, you keep working on the pool. Whistler, I'm sure you can get up there faster than I can, but I'll meet you up there. Okay. Uh, yeah, Dale, you hit the elevator, and I assume, Whistler, you power the elevator to go up fast. Yeah. Uh, and we see Jerry going, oh, you got it, guys, and starts stirring the, the kiddie pool of cement, and I think m- mutters to himself, like, bubble, bubble, toil and trouble, <laughs> and yeah, just a little goofball. Uh, as you uh, speed on up, uh, and when you, uh, the doors open, there are two security guards waiting right at the door who have a hand up to you and tell you to wait, there's something in progress. Uh, yeah, something in progress. That's what we heard from downstairs. So we were coming up because uh, I'm, I'm here to check that out. Actually, we're fully aware of the situation. No further access is necessary. Go ahead and go back down. We'll meet you in a minute. Uh, I is there? And there's no like alternative way around or like way. They're blocking the like, door totally. Gotcha. Are we like? Is it like elevator then door, or is there like somewhere else on this floor I could go to? It's uh, it's the elevator opens up into the room in its totality. Like it's a big open concept room, yeah. and it's yeah. you. Everyone from anywhere in the room could see the elevators. Uh, maybe all right. Let's let's get back in the elevator, and maybe we can take. I'm gonna try to whisper to Whistler to be like, let's find a set of stairs we might be able to sneak in through. Gonna just try to go one floor down. Are they are there guards there? Yeah, but no one's stopping you. All right, Dale's gonna try to go to the um, to like an empty room if possible. And can I pull out that Trojan Hawk? Oh yes, uh, yeah, please. Uh, right. Tell me what you're talking about because the audience for sure doesn't know. Hell yeah! So uh, Dale's gonna be like, "I just got this. I've been waiting for it for so long, but they finally approved it." And he's gonna pull out like a black carrying case from his little surveillance gear bag, and inside is like a small sort of like commercially available quadcopter drone with a uh, uh, like a standard camera, and then there's a little bit of like a spool, like a grappling hook, but instead of a hook, it has a USB. He's gonna be like, "I think so. It should it should shoot this USB." Uh, at a target, and I think maybe you could try to use that to get in from outside without them sort of noticing. It, I don't know if it'll hit the USB port exactly, but I figure you can do it just based on contact, right? Okay. So that'll get you in. At least maybe I can try something else. But I'm willing to try it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You hop into the the, the copter here. Uh, what is your what is your plan? I. I mean, when, what, to get into the room or once we're in the room? Get into the room. Get I mean, you're in a regular room now. I mean, but to get into, like, the party room. If there's, like, a balcony, can you just fly me, like, out a window and then up into, like, a new window? Or Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. You could probably yeah. fly yourself, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this comes from the weird tech on the professional, so it working as it does makes total sense to me. Uh, yeah, you fly up. Uh, 
Go ahead and give me an act under pressure to not get noticed by any of the security as you fly into the room. Okay. Oh, that's not great. Uh, I think maybe Dale's going to try to go up the stairs to try to create a distraction there to give Whistler a little bit. If, if Whistler I needs that. help. I rolled yeah, a yeah. six. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead and roll help. That is a seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get plus one. You expose yourself to danger. The uh, uh, security knows something is wrong with you, Dale. Uh, <laughs> and I think start calling people over to come like hold you up. Uh, and Whistler, uh, on a mixed success here, uh, I'm going to give you a worst outcome, how ch- hard choice, or price to pay. Worst outcome. I'm going to say none of the security notice you. Uh, as you work your way through, as Dale has, has brought them along. But I think as you get closer to the crowd of people who are all wearing these devices, Penny, the assistant, uh, the vampire, tips her uh, device up because there's a big sound that just came in that sound, that's like big whirring. Right. And she has super hearing as a vampire. Right, yeah. And she uh, gives you this deathly look. I, I want to try to uh, telekinese her headset. Okay. Uh, she's going to act against you. She's super strong. Take a minus two to this roll. Okay. Uh, that's a complete failure. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Yeah, that's only like a three, so that's a failure. I'm trying to see what happens when you fail or if it's just a hard move. Yeah. On a miss, something goes horribly wrong. So what, I love it. what Whistler was going to try to do uh, would be to um, hold the a headset like do the option that something is held fast to hold it on her and then to set it on fire mm. well something instead goes horribly wrong yeah you uh she leaps into the air towards you uh with like uh like a grasshopper getting to prey and uh, as she get, approaches, you try to take this device from her. And uh, as she struggles against you with it, she falls. And you pull the device, and it slams into the the, uh, the copter. And we see this great blue energy course through the, the device itself. And we see a third podium arise on the stage and the dream machine.